0: The message uh, message I titled, The Promise of the Spirit. The Promise of the Spirit. But before I go into that message, I want to make sure that everyone that's hearing my voice this morning, you understand how to become a child of God. How do you know without a doubt? in your heart that your name is written in the book of life and that if you die today i don't want that to take place (laughs) but if you die today you wake up on the other side with god looking into the face of jesus how can you have that confidence in you that you are truly saved and if you live on the earth for another 50 years, 100 years, you have no doubt in your mind that God is your Father, and that He cares for you, and that if you leave this world, you'll be in His very presence. You have no doubt He'll welcome you. I'd like to share that with you before I go on to my message. Because we really need to have that. That's the beginning. That's the foundation. That's the starting point for great things that God wants to do in your life. I call it, after you've gotten saved, God leaves you with a search for the great things that He has set aside for you. And you have to search for it. It's a, it's a, a search and a discovery of the great things God has set aside for you. You have to do that. That's why Jesus said, Seek and you will find. Knock, the door will be open. When the door is open, there's much that God has kept there for you. A great plan for your life. But you have to search for it. Everything that's treasure on the earth is not on this office. You don't walk on the street and find gold laying down on the street. You have to search for it. God does his things that way. But this is the beginning. How do you know that you are a Christian? The Bible says, "If you will confess with your mouth," that's in Romans chapter ten, verse nine. It, for verse eight, it says, "What does it say? The word is near you. The word is near you, and the word is even in your mouth and in your heart. The word of faith that we are preaching." The word of salvation that we are preaching, he says that word is already in your mouth and in your heart, and if it's not there, the word is near you. And what does that word say that if you will confess with your mouth not my mouth, not the preacher's mouth, your mouth. The word of God says, and this is the word of God that cannot be broken. The word of God that Jesus said remains forever. This is God's word. It says, if, conditional, if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Meaning you say with your mouth to somebody, Jesus is my Lord and you don't have any feeling of shame or trying to withdraw from that statement, you don't know what they're going to say, uh, if you do it with a lot of boldness from within, if you will confess Jesus with your mouth and believe that God has raised Him from the dead, He says, you will be saved. Just two things. Just two things. You don't have to cry. You don't have to beg. Jesus did it all for you. Amen? Amen. He died on the cross for you. If somebody hands you a great, a great Bible, you don't go on your knees and start pleading, God, please let me have the Bible. i said, say, what's wrong with you? Take the Bible. It's yours. I bought it for you. It's a gift. It's the gift of salvation. How do you receive the gift? If you will confess with your mouth, not my mouth, your mouth. The Lord Jesus, saying Jesus is now my Lord, and you own him to yourself, he becomes your Lord. And you must believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. And then he tells you the principle behind it. He says, for or because, you will be saved if you do that, because with the heart man believes unto righteousness. This is the law. If you want to be righteous, you believe in what Jesus has done. And you become righteous. A friend might say, we saw you doing that stuff yesterday. He says, that man died yesterday. This is a new me. Because I have confessed. And I believe with my heart. And that's why Jesus said, if any man is ashamed of me before men, I will be ashamed of you before my Father in heaven. But if you confess me before men, I will say, Daddy, that's my son. And that's my daughter. And who is going to say anything otherwise? When Jesus calls you his own. How many believe in him this morning? How many confess him as Lord and Savior of your life? Well, then you are a Christian. You don't have to cry and beg. He did it all for us. Give him thanks. Amen? Give him thanks because you are a child of God. That's the beginning. Now you have a world of discovery. Go out and discover the things that God has set aside for you. And they are all pleasant, amen. They are all good, all good and perfect gifts. They come from Him. They discover that's why Christianity is such a great life, amen. No, no worries, me. Oh, I don't know the devil. The devil, the devil is after me. The devil is doing this. Who is the devil? He's been whipped. He's been whipped. He's like a lion, but he don't have teeth in his mouth. If he smiles, he will wonder, oh, you're ugly. (laughs) Jesus whipped him. Amen. So you receive what he's given to you. Amen. Now, after you become a believer, you inherit something. It's precious. He's called the blessings of Abraham. When you become a Christian, that's your inheritance. You are God's inheritance. That's what the Bible tells us in Ephesians. You belong to God. Jesus died so that God can have you. He delivered you as God's inheritance. And God protects his inheritance. That's you. Amen. You are God's inheritance. But you also have an inheritance. Your inheritance is Abraham's blessings. Amen. Why don't you discover what that is? Oh, since the day I discovered that, I've been excited. Because I know the blessings are coming after me. And according to the scriptures, they will come on you and overtake you. As I said, God just bless me, may I never recover. Knock me down with your blessings, and may I never be able to get out of it. Amen. Why don't you pray the same way? Oh, thank you, Jesus. You know, in Galatians chapter 3, verse uh, 13 and 14, it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Not going to uh, redeem us. He has already redeemed us. We should believe what God is saying. When you believe what God says, you honor Him. When you have doubts about what He said, you dishonor Him. If you allow the circumstances in your life and the things that are going on in your life, To stop you or make you doubt what God has said, you dishonor him. Because his word stands forever. Forever, the scripture says, the word of God is settled in heaven. He's settled. And if he's settled in heaven, he's settled in your life if you believe it. That's why Jesus said to pray this way, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When you pray that way and heaven settles it, it's established right here on earth. So the curse has been broken, and one of the curses is the curse of poverty. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, not from just sin, but sin gave access to the, the, the uh, curse of the law. Christ has redeemed us from that, having been, become a curse for us. For it is written, curse is, is everyone who hangs on a tree. That the blessings of Abraham might come upon us, that you and I, I'm a Gentile. <laughs> amen. Are you a Gentile? You, how many Jews do we have here? I'm a Gentile, amen. But because Christ has redeemed me from the law, I get to receive the blessing of Abraham. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in christ jesus not outside christ jesus when you become a christian you are in christ and christ is in god if somebody wants to molest you they have to molest god first and then molest jesus and then they get to you but who is going to get there (laughs) that the blessing of abraham might come on the gentiles in christ jesus that we might receive what the promise of the spirit through faith you know i usually will stop the blessings of abraham i never went further and when you hear people speak they're always talking about the blessing of abraham and they stop there but that's not the only thing mentioned there the blessings of abraham that you might receive the promise of the spirit the blessings of abraham comes with the promise of the spirit If you want the promise, the blessings of Abraham, you also need the promise of the Spirit. The Spirit is what brings you access to the blessings. You need the Holy Spirit to be able to access the blessings of Abraham. You need that. And this is a Pentecostal church, and I'm not going to back away from it. This is the truth. You need the Holy Spirit this is the truth of the word of god when god gives you air to breathe you don't struggle to breathe unless you're sick when god promises God's Spirit, it is not hard for you to receive the promise of the spirit it's that easy men make it too complicated So And the enemy likes it that way, so he can rob us from the blessings of Abraham. So people are arguing about whether to receive the Holy Spirit in tongues and all of that, instead of getting into it so you can have access to the blessings of Abraham. That's the truth of the Word of God. He redeemed us from the curse of the law so we can receive the Holy Spirit and receive the blessings of Abraham. That you might receive the promise of the Spirit. If you receive a promise, won't you know you got it? How can you tell me you got something, but you don't know it, whether you really have it or not? Something is wrong. You got to know. And this is something God is doing. All He's asking is to be willing and to be obedient. Stay willing and be obedient. Don't question. You don't, I don't know how the Spirit moves. But I know what God says. I can't understand how Peter walked on water. But I know he walked on water because he heard the command and he obeyed. And he walked on water. You can do the same when God gives you a word. Take the word, act on it, and you receive what God says. The blessing of Abraham that we might, that's you Gentile, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit. So God is giving to me, think about it, the Holy Spirit to live inside of me. And the Holy Spirit is God. (laughs) When God lives inside of you, why will anybody neglect a promise like that? Something's got to be wrong with your head. Excuse me. This is a promise that God wants to give you His Holy Spirit to live inside of you. So when the devil sees you, he knows who is in there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He knows who is in there. But the devil is he's a trickster. He doesn't want you to go there because he wants to keep you under bondage and oppression so you never rise to the place where God wants you to be. But we will not allow that. Amen. We will not allow that. We will go all the way with God and inherit our promise. Amen? What God has given to us, we inherit it. Question is, have you received this promise? The promise of the Spirit. In Acts chapter 1, verse 7 and 8, it says, Jesus said to them, it is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. That's not your business. When Jesus is going to come, it's not your business. You can't predict it. That's not what you're supposed to be measuring. It. Know about it. That's enough. He says, that's not your business. But verse 8, it says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Not if the Holy Spirit comes upon you, it's when. When you are a believer, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So what Jesus is saying, don't worry about all these things. God will take care of that. Don't even worry about your own life, what you eat. That's what Jesus said. God will take care of that. Seek first the kingdom of God. He says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Now, you may not understand how that is or how the power feels, but when you receive the Holy Spirit, you will receive power from heaven. What Jesus is saying, you don't have to worry about these things, but you got work to do. You have a life to live. To live the Christian life, you need power. And this power comes when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. When is when you allow it. He will come upon you. Everyone believed this morning that Jesus is your Savior, right? Well, if if Jesus is your Savior, you should receive the Holy Spirit. This is what God promised. It's not God's fault. It's your fault because you don't want to receive. You got all these arguments against it. And you got all these things that you've heard from the past. You need to open up so that God can give you his gifts because through that, you're going somewhere. God cannot really speak to you and you hear clearly without His Holy Spirit inside of you. And He wants to give you that today. Amen. So this, that's the truth of the Word of God. He wants to bless you. You know, Jesus said, you know, I, I hear Christians, You say, well, uh, I've received the Holy Spirit when I got saved. Did you ask for the Holy Spirit when you got saved? No, I received Jesus. That's not the question. Did you ask for the Holy Spirit? You must pray and ask for it, <laughs> but if you pray and ask for it without desire, you don't receive anything. Because the Bible says, "The desires of a righteous man shall be granted." Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Well, Pastor talked about it, so I'm going to want it. You don't really want it, but I'm going to try if I will get it. <laughs> uh, God knows that that's a game. God doesn't play games. If you're serious with Christian life, if you're serious and you want to live for God, go to God and you get the gift. And He'll give you a powerful one. Uh, A really powerful one. I'm telling you this because I know this is the secret to receive revelation from God. You are in the dark. And will continue to be in the dark. Being fed by people not receiving words directly and revelation directly from God. I don't want to be giving up people. I mean, you are not like a bird in the, in, in the nest with your mouth open all the time. Feed me, feed me. Why don't you feed yourself? God gives the same Holy Spirit to every one of His children. Every one of them. They can receive. That's the Word of God. He wants to give that to you this morning. God wants to fill you with his holy Spirit so that you can go, go out and do exploit so when the devil sees you he knows here comes trouble especially when you know what you got amen especially when you know what you got look in Luke chapter 11 verse 19 through, verse 9 through 13 he says so is, I say to you Jesus speaking ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock And it will be open to you. For everyone who asks. Receives. And he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks. It will be opened. If a son asks for bread. From any father among you. Will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish. Will he give him a serpent. Instead of a fish. Or if he asks for an egg. Will he offer him a scorpion? If you then. The Bible says, please, this is the verse I want you to focus on. So important. Because everything that Jesus said before now, he was preparing you to know what he wants you to ask for. And he's assuring you, God won't give you anything but what you ask for, and he'll give that to you. He says, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts, notice the word gifts. Okay? (laughs) Promise of Abraham. The promise of the Spirit. Amen. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give what? The Holy Spirit to those who ask Him. Well, He's talking about good gifts, right? And the promise of Abraham. Abraham. The blessings of Abraham and the promise of the Spirit. And Jesus says, give good gifts, right? But you will think, how much more shall your Heavenly Father give good gifts? No. He said, give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him. The gifts are connected with the Holy Spirit. Good things are connected with the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit Don't let anybody stop you from using the Holy Spirit, and good things will start coming your way. Your distractors may mock you for a while, but before long, they won't be laughing anymore. They want to know what secret you got. And then you say, You want to hear it? You want to hear it? This is the secret. This is the only new thing that God is doing. Every miracle that you've re- you read in the scriptures, they all happened in the Old Testament. You know that? People raised from the dead. Elijah did it. Amen. There's no miracle. They turned water into water. I mean, um, that's Jesus. But Moses brought water out of the rock. You remember that? The Red Sea turned water into blood. What more do you want to see it all happened. The only thing they didn 't have none of them spoke in tongues. Amen, none of them did that 's why Jesus said every he said, John the Baptist is the greatest of them all from the Old Testament, The greatest is John the Baptist. How many of you feel greater than John the Baptist? <laughs> Don't preach that. They will chase you out of church. That <laughs> you're bigger than John the Baptist. And who are you? Who are you to say you're greater than John the Baptist? But Jesus said, the least today is greater than John. Amen. Why? John never spoke in tongues. I do. Amen. That's the difference. That's the only difference I can find. Speaking with other tongues when you receive the Holy Spirit. So, how much more shall your Heavenly Father... So, He's already your Heavenly Father, right? If He's not your Heavenly Father, you can ask Him for good gifts, (laughs) good things. He's already your Heavenly Father, but you need to ask Him for the Holy Spirit. If you don't ask, you don't receive. Everyone who asks, receives. So you can ask today, and God will give to you. Amen? You need to ask. You need to ask. Let me show you something. (coughs) If Paul meets, if you have a chance to meet with Apostle Paul today, he will quickly discern whether you have the Holy Spirit or not. And if he feels like something is not there, he's going to ask you a question. You know how I know? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'll tell you. Okay. How do you know? Read in Acts chapter 19, verse 1 and 2. And it says And it happened while Apollos was at Corinth that Paul, having passed through the upper region, came to Ephesus and finding some disciples, what did he find? some disciples this was before they started calling them christians he found some disciples he said to them did you receive the holy spirit when you believed that's a strange question they were believers they were disciples and yet paul is asking them if they received the holy spirit when they believed so you as a believer have you received the holy spirit If you have a chance to meet with Paul today, he's gonna ask you the same question. What will your answer be? Uh, 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 You're gonna ask him, How do I know if I receive the Holy Spirit? He'll let you know. Because if you read further, he prayed for them and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gives them utterance. Now let me share this, it's so important. This is a prophecy that came from the Old Testament before Jesus came. How many of you remember that in the Old Testament, when uh, men were building this tower all the way to to the heavens, they wanted to be in one place. You remember that? All the way. How did God scatter them? Through tongues. He changed their language. He changed their language. When something is too difficult, God said, No one can stop these guys. They speak one language. So God gave them tongues, different languages. And one says, uh, uh, Get me that block. And the other one replied, uh, Nicole say He says, Are you crazy? I said, Get me the block in here. They two different languages. They couldn't work together. But. In the New Testament, this is the prophecy for Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 9. It says, For then I will restore to the peoples, notice it's plural. Please read. I will restore to the peoples a what? A pure language, that they all may call on the name of the Lord to serve him with what? One accord. Think about it. This is Old Testament. And God is promising that in the New Testament times, He is going to provide the peoples of the earth, you and I, with a pure language. And I know without a doubt that pure language is tongues from the Holy Spirit. on the fire. You cannot curse in tongues. <laughs> You may try, but it won't work. (laughs) God will restore a pure language. Pure. That they may all call on him with one accord. This is it. Why would you exclude yourself from that? Because of fear. 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 And the Bible says fear has done it. No wonder a lot of evil things, all this crazy stuff. Yes, we all go through that. That when you have the Holy Spirit, you got boldness. And then the Holy Spirit speaks to you. And then there is assurance, even in the presence of difficulties. You know God is with you. When you start speaking in tongues, you step out of the natural and you step right into the supernatural. Immediately. It's supernatural. Don't hold back. You know, after God taught me these things, I started to pray with people to receive the Holy Ghost. Even people that people cannot deliver from demons. When I pray with them to receive the Holy Ghost, the demons leave them. And sometimes I told you about a woman, 25 years she was sick. I prayed with her just to receive the Holy Spirit. And as soon as I got through praying, she prayed in tongues. That sickness left her body after 25 years. So that day I was talking to Brother Paul, Pastor Paul, the pastor of our church in Nigeria. And he reminded me, he said, Brother, good luck. Sometimes they bring these difficult people to me and I can handle them. Then I remember what you taught me. And I pray with them to receive the Holy Ghost and they receive their healing. I'm telling you, you can be free from whatever. It's coming against your life today if you were praying in tongues. I mean, don't pray in tongues like <laughs> a, a, a mousy praying in tongues. When you are in real trouble, you speak out loud. You speak out loud. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violence won't take it by force. If you are mousy, the devil knows you don't know what you're doing. And you have no confidence. So when you're confident, you say, God, I'm going to whip this thing out of my life. So when you speak in tongues, you go real loud. And the devil says, hey, we can't handle it. It's too hot in here. We're going away. I'm not telling you to do something that I'm not doing. When I'm really mad, I speak out in tongues real loud. That's why I come to church so I don't wake up my wife at home. <laughs> This thing is real. I won't be a gospel preacher without letting you know this. is so important. And if you're sitting today here before me and you're hearing my voice, I have told you the truth as it comes from God. You have a choice to be received or you have a choice not to. But I've told you the truth. If you want discovery from the things of God, if you want God to speak to you, God will speak speak to you through his word you can be strengthened through his word if you will open up for God to do work in your life today God speak to us through his Holy Spirit he'll strengthen you through his Holy Spirit Jude 1.20 says but you beloved build up yourself in your most holy faith praying in the Holy Spirit that's how you build up yourself I know the Bible says faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I am also, I know about nutrition. You can eat all you want, but if you don't have enzymes to digest it, you're going to go really skinny. Because it's not going to go, it goes in and it goes right out. I believe the Holy Ghost is the one that helps you to digest the food that you're getting from the word of God. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. You receive the word of God and the Holy Spirit helps you to digest it and it produces faith. That's why Jude tells us that you, beloved, building up yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. How do you pray in the Spirit? Not inspired prayer. If you understand what you are saying, you are not praying in the Spirit. I'm sorry, because Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 14, if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, my understanding is unfruitful. What I do then? I will pray with the Spirit. I will pray with the understanding also. So if you can't pray in tongues, you've never, if you've never prayed in tongues, you've never prayed in the Spirit. How sad. And you're a Christian, a child of God. Who's holding you back? What bondage is holding you back? Why don't you just yield to God? Why are you so afraid? I'm going to tell you this, how simple it is. The Bible tells us in, in Acts chapter 2, verse 4, on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came, He says He came on every one of them. And as He came on them, they began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Please put that scripture, and no matter of time, but give me a little bit of time, because this is so important. Amen? He says in, in Acts chapter 2, verse 4, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. You do this speaking, the Holy Ghost gives the utterance. You do not speaking, the Holy Ghost won't give any utterance. And many people are like, when they pray for them to receive the Holy Spirit, they say, "When well, now, uh, open your mouth and, and, and speak. And then they give their tongue like this. And God is saying, I don't need that. It's your tongue. Why don't you speak? Speak with your own tongues. The Holy Spirit comes to you and you pray with tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. You do the speaking and God gives the utterance. That's the only way it works. But when you do the speaking, God begins to take you into the deep. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that searches the deep things of God. And so if you want to go to, to, to the deep things of God, as it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, uh, chapter 2, verse 12, God gave us the Holy Spirit that we might know the things that God has freely given to us. Those blessings of Abraham. Amen? So this morning, since I know everyone believes that Jesus is Lord and He's been raised from the dead, if you have never spoken in tongues, but you want to receive that today, God wants you to have. Come right here. Don't be ashamed. Come right here with me and let God bless you. Right here. Stand up, everybody. Stand up. Those that want to receive the gifts, please come over here. Come and join me here. Come and join me here. If you have never spoken in tongues, or you spoke spoken in tongues before, but you're not doing it today, then come and join me here. We're waiting. We're waiting. If everyone can speak in tongues, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Now, this is what we're going to do. Okay? I'm going to give you an opportunity, every one of us here, to pray out loud in tongues. Every one of you can do it. Now what I want you to do is get a hold in your mind that thing that's a problem to you. Amen? But what comes out of your mouth is tongues. Amen? So jason plain. now listen i might walk close by you and listen to you it's really important <laughs> i'm in business <laughs> and if you're not speaking i will drag you up here <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> lock the door make sure nobody goes out <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> amen amen Now lift your hands up to the Lord this morning and then take whatever it is that's bugging you and I want you to speak out in tongues as loud as you can. Speak out in tongues as loud as you can and say what God does because God is going to bring deliverance to you and the blessings of Abraham are going to be yours in the name of Jesus. Yera bako re dabaka ya shangala ro sakai lete le bo shatalara bo kengala he re le bakaya sana la bo Rekatalabosenda la rababa pa yashara roketele baba pa yashanda lahosara reketele bosakalahe Hesara. now let me let you know the devil that has been oppressing you is out of your life in the name Yes. Yeah.